Hello and welcome to the Sport360 Talking Cricket Podcast. As ever, I'm your host, Arnie Reid, and I have the pleasure of Joy Chakravarti and Ajit Vijay Kumar's presence at Sport360 HQ. Uh, Joy, Ajit, you guys good? Hello, Arnie. Yes. We are. Yeah? <laughs> na- na- nice to be in your presence again. Oh, gee, well, it's not like you've been in that. <laughs> Sitting in that little triad at the minute. <laughs> uh, Ajit, you've been off on yet another holiday, this time uh, a yes. tour of India. Yes, it was uh, pretty hectic and uh, I had to make a lot of special effort to uh, keep track of what was happening in uh, IPL because of uh, my hectic travelling. But I did my best and uh, got glimpses uh, of uh, what has been uh, uh, an interesting start to the league, uh, um, not on expected lines on for me, but it's, it's early days and uh, hopefully once we uh, reach towards the business end of the tournament, we'll uh, get a better idea of uh, where things are. That's it, and we will be getting to IPL in a lot more depth in a bit. I mean, I was very surprised that you didn't go to a game. Uh, it, I was... Uh, I, with family and uh, friends and uh, there's a lot of uh, other things on my mind than going to um, a stadium and uh, watching a match and yeah because it's it's tight uh, tight for time and uh, I couldn't uh, I couldn't make time for it but yeah next time I'll keep that in mind when I'm uh, in <laughs> India during IPL time I'll I'll probably alight my family and uh, just go to the stadium and catch a match <laughs> and then they'll probably see me on the television and then I'll have to uh, come up with some excuse. You know, it's very difficult when you go back to India uh, because there are so many family members spread across everywhere Yeah, and everyone expects you to come to their house and at least have a dinner or a lunch with them and it becomes really hectic, yes. I can right. understand yeah. why he has put on so much weight. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm pushing it. Uh, I gained like oh, three kilos. So, yeah, I need to uh, lose that. Yeah, and um, following IPL, I guess I uh, lose some of it. Uh, uh, following all the matches and uh, getting all worked up. Enjoy many happy returns for your wedding anniversary yesterday. Was it? Yeah. <laughs> Don't many, tell my wife many, that many I forgot. Happy married is it now? Seventeen. Seventeen years. And I think it was was it two years ago you pulled out possibly the greatest anniversary message of all time, with a little help from a little master. Exactly. That was something, isn't it? I mean If you can from, explain, you know, what, what happened there. Yeah, it just so happened that on April eighteenth I took a day off, but we had Sachin Tendulkar in Dubai and uh, I was supposed to interview him. And uh, so, I mean, I told my wife that I'm sorry, I'll have to go. She, for once, was very happy because Sachin comes from her part of the world. She is a, a Maharashtrian and Sachin is a Maharashtrian as well. And uh, so, we, I had the interview and then I just asked Sachin very nicely if we can just, you know, uh, <coughs> convey a message to my wife. And I to- told him that my wife would be, you know, would have been very upset if it was anybody else. But it, because it is you and she's your great fan, she has let me come. And Sachin was very kind to record a message in Marathi for, for my wife Shalaka. So I mean, like, it was 
it's the greatest gift that I have given to her. I told her ten seconds from Sachin is equivalent to about uh, about what five hundred thousand dollars. So don't ask me for any solitaire or anything for the next twelve years. <laughs> well, that's incredible. We'll, we'll get to another chance encounter with Sachin Tendulkar a little bit later on. I mean, a jeep might not been to any IPL, but the three of us have been watching a lot of it in yeah. the office, haven't we? The, the past two weeks that it's been running now, and there's been plenty going on in the IPL, which we'll dig into in a bit, but uh, a little bit later on, we'll also be talking to Yui Batsman Chirag Suri, currently way of the Gujarat Lions, and also discussing a little bit about his experiences so far, um, but easing in with a little bit of IPL action uh, to kick us off. I mean, first off, guys, quite a general one, but what have you made of the start of this year's tournament? Do you, if you want to Kick us off. Is it, uh, has it lived up to your expectations of what come around? There's a lot of excitement normally, isn't there? Yes, I uh, thought um, I thought uh, there would be some change uh, um, uh, when it comes to the performers. Maybe uh, some someone would uh, really surprise uh, us, but it has. Um, uh, uh, I was expecting that something different, but uh, that unfortunately uh, hasn't happened. Teams at was uh, like Bangalore, they had some fitness issues to begin with and uh, personal issues <clears throat> and uh, the, that has uh, showed up so far. Virat Kohli wasn't uh, uh, available at the start and uh, then A.B. De Villiers also is, uh, picked, up an, uh, picked up an injury, K.L. Rahul being out. Um, and, and, and as now uh, recently, Samuel Batri was uh, also sick. So all that um, uh, proving to be a dampener for them. When you look at a team like um, Sunrisers Hyderabad again. It's gone on uh, uh, gone on similar pattern as last season. David Warner again is it's he's running one man show there. Uh, the bowling again it's proving to be sensational. So yeah, on, on those lines, um, yeah, it's uh, going. Uh, it's followed a certain pattern, but uh, it's nothing uh, as such in, in my book has uh, uh, really stood out. But I guess we are just a few, uh, few matches uh, in and uh, we, uh, we, should, we I guess we uh, wait for a couple of weeks mm. to really get a hang of things as to where teams stand, where the strategy stands, whether, uh, uh, because a lot of them are still settling in uh, with the combination, obviously because of a lot of fitness and injury issues. That's a natural thing, isn't it, to start with soft tournaments. Joey, you brought up the, the spectacle. What you made, obviously we're watching it from afar, but you do get a feel for crowds and uh, what's going on on the ground. I, I, I think I think all these talk about the IPL getting a bit boring and, uh, you know, I mean, the stress is setting in, uh, the fatigue is setting in. I, I I don't think that is an issue still. I mean, there have been a couple of matches where the where the crowd response has not been good, but it was overall, the we were watching, yeah, yeah, was but in, in Pune, one of one of the matches, yeah. and but but overall, I mean, most of the weekends it's been back to the rafters, yeah. uh, uh, and the performances have been really good. I mean, even though I must say that I'm a little surprised that there's been only one century so far in, in the tournament. Uh, but just looking at the tournament, one of the things that's, that really stands out from compared to last year is, is the performance of Gujarat Lions, actually. Last year, they were the most, I and mean, they were really a surprise package. They were winning almost all their matches at, by this stage of the tournament. This year, uh, 
they haven't been able to do that. They are sitting at the bottom of the of the table. Uh, and Kolkata Knight Riders are leading the table. And it's, I think, I think they have been excellent in both the departments. Uh, I mean, you know, batting as well as bowling. The bowling has been really phenomenal. But the team that has really surprised me is Mumbai Indians because I really don't think they've, they've played very, any, any great shakes. Uh, the cricket has not been that fantastic, but there have been certain individual, uh, you know, performances which has really lifted them. But as a team, I, I really didn't think that they still deserve to be number two. Uh, maybe Delhi Daredevils are looking a better side than them overall, if you really look. But again, I mean, you know, I mean, Mumbai Indians are number two, and uh, so that that just goes on to show show that you know it actually it's, it is a team effort, and 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 it is helping them. I do personally have a little bit of an issue with tournaments like this. It feels like because it, obviously we're, we're early stages at the moment. Most teams have played five mm. games, is it at this point? Yeah. They're going to play each other so many times by the end of it. I mean, <laughs> it feels like overkill for me. So <laughs> do, you, do you guys feel that at all about these, these sort of tournaments? See, uh, when if uh, you cannot have it uh, over, over one year, which is which is how leagues are supposed to be. But since uh, it's a special case where everything has to be done within what seven weeks, uh, this is uh, that that entire it's, it's a circus. So circus basically has to wrap up within a certain period. And uh, that has what has worked so far is fatigue almost every second season uh, is a factor uh, for viewers, especially because there's either um, a World T20 uh, or some major uh, tournament and uh, which, which is in and around that time and which always threatens uh, to take the uh, focus away from uh, IPL. That's, uh, that's the reality of it. But you have to admit... Uh, the league has still uh, sustained itself pretty well. Uh, yes, uh, the viewership might be uh, slightly uh, down since uh, uh, since its beginning, uh, and uh, some of the stadiums uh, they were pretty empty. Like one game uh, in Pune, as well as we were talking about, was like fifteen thousand people. And, uh, that earlier was actually never happened. I've never heard of uh, such a crowd attendance at an IPL game. And that was the beginning of the tournament. Um, um, but yeah, uh, that, there's a package which has worked and I don't think so. Uh, anything's going to change with that because uh, people love it even though not to that extent, but still it's substantial. And um, yeah, that, I guess uh, uh, we have to live with that. It just feels sometimes you, you get through the excitement of the sort of opening weekend and then you can almost switch off for about three or four weeks until it gets to the to the business end of the tournament. Do you ever feel like that, Joy? You know, I mean, maybe it is, love every bit. Of it. It, it, it is T Twenty. It is it is more like you know a, what we call a masala Bollywood movie. You know, I mean, you just go there. Uh, if it is one two and a half hour movie, you just watch it, just enjoy it for the moment, uh, for that moment, and just forget it. I, I think T20 matches most of the time are like that. You know, it's not like test matches that Brian Lara scoring even 193 against Australia on a on, on a pitch like that, and it just stays in your in your memory. Or Sunil Gavaskar making that 90 odd runs against Pakistan on a spitting Bangalore wicket. I mean, it just stays in your mind most of the time. I mean, if you really ask me, there are just a couple of 
innings in IPL which have batting innings which have really you know stayed with me. Uh, obviously, Chris Gale's 175, it was just phenomenal. Yeah. Or, or Brendan McCallum, the way he started the IPL, which was yeah. 10 years ago, 158 not out, was just incredible batting. And, you know, I mean, so I, I, I don't really expect uh, viewers to remember and just be, you know, latch on, latch on to each game and just, you know, remember things and remember performances. It's just for the moment. So, yeah. you just enjoy it and unless and until you are very deeply involved with the team um, as one of the stakeholders or, or a fan who has got, you know, I mean, deep connections with the team, uh, it really doesn't matter. You just enjoy it and just move on to the next match. I like the analogy. T20 cricket's always felt like rock concerts. To, yeah. to, it's just like Masala Bollywood. Mm, yeah. Can you recommend anything? Lots. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Because their matches are on like uh, basically every day, and uh, this is a tune just um, uh, for consumption of viewers. It's basically fast food, so you really don't look at a lot of quality and uh, uh, whether it's uh, like you would do in a proper three course, four course meal. It's just you. Uh, it's like a takeaway, and it's on every day, and it's. Uh, uh, for every fan, they have uh, certain players that they like. They might be from the opposition or from the home team. It really doesn't matter. It's great fun and it's oh, it's over. Oh, it's a it's a proven formula. So as I've, it has worked pretty well for close to uh, for ten years now. So yeah, it's unique in that way that even for us journalists, uh, for to really uh, look at trends and uh, to uh, to analyze uh, teams and statistics and all. Yeah. Ultimately, that really doesn't. Uh, um, a matter for IPL fans or or or, or that the format in in general because that's not what they're catering to. They they just provide a very a beautiful package and it's very entertaining and it's it's just over that and like that and the next game uh, it's just basically up to that team management and the players how they manage it uh, among themselves because in the larger scheme of things they're just out to entertain. And uh, yeah, so we have to uh, go along with that. That's it. So talking about Bali, just uh, talking about the Pune <laughs> match, which which had near empty stadium. Uh, I just had a very interesting conversation with a, a friend of mine from Pune, and uh, he said that he's he's a he's a very decent cricket fan. I, I won't say he's a diehard cricket fan. Uh, he said that he really didn't want to go to any of the matches this year after. The little bit of Twitter and uh, thing that happened between the owner of uh, Rising Pune Super Giant Harsh Goenka and yeah. uh, what he said about Dhoni, and and he said that I mean his his thoughts were how can you just I mean ridicule somebody like Dhoni uh, who is part of your team, and he said that I really don't want to go for matches. Uh, so I mean he 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 may be one off case. I don't know if, if that is the thought behind many of the Pune, uh, you know, uh, youngsters or, or sports enthusiasts. But but I think that was, uh, that has been one sour point of the IPL so far. Mm. Um, it's a real uh, shame. And, and the Mandrekar Pollard one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, talking about that earlier, so <laughs> another bizarre one. But that's a real shame, especially if that impacts, and if it's obviously impacted at least one person. I mean, the, if, you're, if you're the owner, and yes. that's the way you go by you shoot yourself in your, in your own foot, aren't you? Exactly. <laughs> I don't think so, he cares because um, next year it will be uh, next year. Uh, don't know what will be the scenario like, 
teams like everyone goes back into the pool, mm. the team structure as well, as well. so basically... Do we have Chennai uh, back next year as well? Uh, it, it, there's still, uh, it's not, it's uh, not still decided, decided as, as yet. Uh, yeah. Because yeah. Uh, uh, that again we need to look, uh, look at because uh, uh, the franchise and the ownership, um, like those, they are two separate things. So in what form it comes back, how, who comes back, that, that will again uh, have to be seen. Because there's a new uh, management in uh, BCCI in place, and I uh, don't know how uh, they yeah. look at the whole scenario. Uh, but obviously, there's uh, no doubt now. Dhoni uh, has uh, uh, he won't be with this uh, anywhere close to this management now. Uh, it got pretty ugly, and I don't know why. Because uh, Mr. Goenka is probably the only person in India who has such strong uh, feelings against uh, Dhoni. And uh, especially someone who has uh, delivered so consistently across formats, he's the only only captain history who's won it all across formats at all levels. No one has done that. And uh, to uh, disrespect him uh, on Twitter by pulling up stats and comparing him with uh, Steve Smith, and it's, it's utterly shameful. And uh, uh, it was totally unnecessary, un uncalled for, and. I don't think so. Anyone saw it coming. Yeah. Uh, and 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 the and, and and the thing about Dhoni is that uh, if you I don't know if you saw the match against Bangalore uh, in Bangalore uh, a couple of days ago, that guy got a reception which Kohli would have dreamed of while going out to bat in in Bangalore. Yeah. You know, I mean, everyone was Dhoni, Dhoni, and you know, I mean, he makes he just hits a ball for two runs, and everyone was just going crazy. This is in Bangalore, which is like completely Kohli's land during the IPL. That that's the that's the kind of effect this this man has, you know, in, on the Indian cricket fans. So to talk about him like that was uncalled for. Yeah, especially when he when he's your player. Yes, <laughs> seems absolutely bizarre. But I mean, as as we're saying there, I mean, at the moment we we've all come with. Sheets of paper today, so it's quite yeah, a first for us actually. Look at that, he's got a whole file that But everything in front of us really is quite out of context in the, in the scheme of things, as mm. we're saying about analysis, analysis mm. moving forward. Mm. But there have been especially impressive individual performances yes. so far. And one thing that we were obviously discussing earlier is a lot of them coming from the Indian players, yes. the young Indian players, yes. which is very good to see, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, Sorry, think, Joe, yeah, please. I think that's what IPL wants to achieve is that they want to throw up some, you know, good Indian talent and who I think me and Ajit were talking today about uh Mohammed Siraj. Uh, if he does well in the IPL, everyone will say, Oh, what a great find uh, and and things like that. But he has been really been performing on the domestic scene. Uh, even though he has done so well on the domestic tournaments, on the longer formats of the game and all that, uh, it, it has not really garnered him that much eyeballs or or, or people have, have started talking about him. But if he does well in the IPL, everyone will start talking about him. So, you know, I mean, like, for me, really, the, the story of the tournament so far has been Rishabh Pant. After the death of his dad, and, you know, I mean, like... Uh, just to give you an example, I mean, just to give give you a background, death of a father among Hindus is a very long drawn process. Uh, 
in the sense that there are so many traditions involved, there are so many things got to be done. Uh, it's not easy. I mean, it goes on for almost 11, 12 days. Uh, so for him to do the rituals, come back in a day and play the match, uh, the Delhi's first match and bat so brilliantly. I mean, he almost won the match for, for Delhi. That was just amazing. Uh, so, I mean, for me, Rishabh Pant was was really number one. Uh, Bhuvneshwar Kumar, uh, we, I've told you about how much I, I really like that guy. And, and and he has just proven, proven once again. I mean, what a bore he is. To have, yeah. to have so many wickets at, at an economy rate of, I mean, I was just seeing his economy rate, 5.4 in T20. Oof. It's incredible. And yet, yeah, 15 wickets that he's got in the, in the tournament. Nobody yeah. has got double figures, yeah. got to double figures so far. Hey, gee, we, we're talking about Booby uh, earlier on, yeah. weren't we? Saying, you know, over the past two years, yeah. it's been the premier wicket taker. I mean, and that's what you need in T20. And he bowls almost all his overs, uh, either up front or in the death overs. It's, it's like when the pressure is really on, and what he does is keeps it simple. He swings the ball both ways and he nails his yorkers, which is uh, which is easier said than done uh, in in, the, in a pressure a pressure situation uh, and especially uh, under lights when uh, the dew might be or there might be dew and the ball gets slippery. But for him to keep uh, keep his control under extreme pressure, uh, just uh, look at the uh, the other uh, other day's game against Kings Eleven Punjab when. Uh, Manan Vora was absolutely smashing it all over the place and he took five wickets. Yeah. And he was just swinging the ball in. They just couldn't get him in. He took five, he took five, for, nine, uh, five for 19. And that was just sensational. Uh, he's proven his uh, class over a couple of seasons now. And that too in the toughest format. Uh, he, he He's basically uh, an all-format bowler. Uh, and he's shown that... Uh, when when you have your basic ingredients right, you can uh, you can excel anytime anywhere. And uh, if I look and talk about other Indian players, uh, especially in the batting department, uh, your guys like Manish Pandey and Adish Rana. And uh, it's this is a very important uh, phase for these Indian batsmen, including Rishabh uh, Pant as well. Because let's not forget the national team. Uh, quite uh, important players are carrying serious injuries. Uh, Virat Kohli. Uh, even though he's playing, I, I'm not sure how hundred how fit he is to be uh, uh, to be throwing himself around. Gail Rahul is out. Um, uh, Rohit Sharma has just returned from uh, injury and is is uh, still struggling for runs. He scored a forty odd, but he is that's been about it. So that, that's been, yeah, that's about it. it. And even uh, Murli Vijay, even though he's not part of the limited overs format, but uh, he he is injured. And you have the Champions Trophy coming up. And so this uh, the entire team it's it's not uh, on cert, uh, it's uh, on firm ground when it comes to the batting department. So any one of these guys, if uh, even even uh, a name like Sanju Samson and uh, Kedar Jad, if they can really uh, up their game, I'm pretty sure they'll be uh, on the radar now because uh, I'm looking at someone like Manish Pandey has been consistently scoring runs. And uh, that would definitely uh, that would definitely uh, catch the eye someone like Virat Kohli because uh, uh, he can he can come in straight for someone like uh, KL Rahul. They have a, a similar uh, batting uh, style, uh, stance, and uh, it, it's very important for these names to uh, continue this good form. 
it's been a good start for uh, these Indian names, but uh, also I would say the, a couple of uh, other concerns. If uh, I was an Indian fan, especially the uh, form of Dhoni and uh, Rohit Sharma, now they are important members of the team and uh, uh, it has not been good for them so far. So yes, while uh, these new names have uh, inspired a lot of confidence, but uh, there are uh, concerns as well because uh, the fitness situation of the Indian team, it's, uh, it's, it's not good. The true test of them will be, I mean, as you say, some of those names like Rose Sharma and Emma who are struggling now, but they've proven over the years that they yeah. can sustain form and they can recover form and they can be consistent. If these guys can find some consistency, then, I mean, the opportunity's there, isn't it? It's obvious, as we say, Champions Trophy this summer, and if you can make your way in there, mm. there's there's no telling from there, is there? And, and it's mainly been the batsmen. Would you would you agree with that for, for the Indian contingent who have really impressed? Anyone with the ball other than Ubneshwar has uh, really stood out for you? I, I think I think the Delhi uh, spinner Shahbaz Mali, he he has been. I think he played just three matches, but uh, he has the best economy rate, and yeah. and he and Yuzvendra Chahal because. I really rate Yuzwain quite highly in T20 because he's a very smart bowler because you know most of the overs he bowls is at Chennai the Bangalore Stadium, and there most of the six and fours have been hit in IPL have been in Chennai because it's a smaller ground. So for him to have that many number of wickets uh, and to have that kind of an economy rate. Uh, while bowling half of his overs in Chinnaswamy Stadium, uh, that really talks very highly about his abilities. Mm. So, you know, there are among some of the bowlers, uh, I, I was quite happy, you know, impressed with the, even somebody like Matrajan. Uh, he bowled uh, the, the new fast bowler that uh, Hyderabad has uh, got. He has bowled uh, quite a, you know, uh, in both the matches that he played, he bowled pretty well. So, you know, there are some good bowling performers also from the side. I would add also pick uh, someone like Basil Tampi Gujarat Lions. Yeah, he's so he, 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 he would be quick and against Chris Gale he was uh, really good. He went only for 30 uh, in his four, 31 in his four overs. He's got, he got Chris Gale's wicket when he was smashing. Everyone else, he's got good pace, around them action. So, there's one guy who has potential to um, um, probably uh, take some wickets on a bit more helpful wickets in the longer formats. Uh, that's one bowler I would, uh, uh, um, I, I was pretty impressed with and I have to admit I am a bit biased towards fast bowlers. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so, yeah, and, and he comes from my part of the world. So, yeah, so that's a double whammy. <laughs> He's winning, isn't he? <laughs> I quite like uh, Axar Patel, the slow left arm yeah. of the Kings Eleven. The Kings Eleven. Ah uh, yes. Uh, yeah, I quite like him as well. I, I think he is really hell bent on proving Sunil Gavaskar wrong. Yes. <laughs> you were saying this when the, the other day, George. Sure, uh, I, I don't think Gavaskar quite liked the way that he used to play, and and I don't blame Gavaskar because earlier he was really very. I mean, he had just he just had one thing to do, kind of you know like. Bowl his left arm spinners, and he used to just, just, what well, used to be fast, just dance, and just bowl you know, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, but but this IPL, I think he has 
had a lot more variety than than I've seen him before. And he's a very good batsman to have, you know. I mean, he can thump the ball around as well. Lanky fellow, but uh, he has got some good bat speed. And, I mean, when we come to some of the people that haven't impressed us too much, I mean, we've mentioned some of the big names there. I mean, for, first of all, I mean, Joy, I know there's one man who obviously performed very well the other night, but there was early on signs that this wasn't quite going to happen. But we're talking, this is about Chris Gale. I mean, we, we were talking about the other day, you, you're saying that, you know, the, the likelihood is he goes out there and scores a big score like he did the other day, and that'll be fine for him for the rest of the tournament. Yeah. Do you think this is going to be the case? I mean, I, I think that's the thing with Chris Gale. I mean, I, I, I wrote in the paper about this, uh, about Chris Gale's uh, situation. You know, the, the thing that, that really bothers me is that he he looks really unfit at the moment. Yeah, and uh, fielding is also a big part of I I or, or T Twenty rather format where you really can't hide a fielder in any part of the ground. Uh, if if somebody has to play T Twenty, he has to be good in the slips. He has to be good in point, and he has to be good in the boundaries uh, at the boundaries. So the thing with the First of all, with Gale is that you really can't put him on the boundaries. As you have seen throughout the four matches that he has played, not once has he been put on the boundary. Uh, secondly, I've noticed it time and again when he's batting with somebody like ABD Villiers or Kohli. There are invariably, I mean, three or four doubles and triples which get converted into singles and doubles. Yeah. So running between the wicket is still poor. Thing with Chris Gale is that you know I mean he can just have one of those innings you know 175 and uh, he can just thump the ball around all parts of the ground and everybody will be very happy. Uh, overall, uh, I really think it has been a poor IPL for him to change it around with, with the last. Yeah, and it's, it's it's been the case for him in T20 cricket, but he obviously went quite some time. For quite some time, yeah. And he, he obviously went to 10,000 runs, first man to it. I mean, it speaks volumes to what he's done in the past, doesn't exactly. it, in T20 cricket. But currently, that innings the other day aside, you saw it in the Pakistan Super League as well. Yeah. I mean, he was in and out of the team here. Really he was completely indifferent. And as you said, being being at the ground, you could see that he did look a little bit out of, out of touch and, and very much a little bit unfit, which is, which is a shame. And, and, and now, of course, he doesn't even... Turn his arm over, even no, yeah. you know, which obviously is normally a useful thing. Having yes. both a couple of overs off spin and gets him out of the field for a bit, doesn't it? Joy? Exactly. <laughs> I, I, I mean, if we can touch a little bit more on on Donny, what what would you think is going wrong with him at the moment? Do you think, and is he going to come good? Or are, we just, um, are we just waiting I, for the? Inevitable? I guess uh, right now, and I don't know whether I can say it honestly or, but I, I believe motivation would be an issue as well for him because he. There's uh, anyhow is an, an, uh, is in a new setup uh, because he was so so loved at Chennai Super Kings and he was basically the king, uh, king of the den there and uh, now he's here and he's being questioned by his team owner and he's not he, he didn't even get the captaincy so they're passing it around but not to him and he's basically being shown his place for uh, for God knows what and um, but still I think so. Uh, he will have to uh, perform just for himself, not for the team. 
because uh, i guess it has become a bit personal now uh, i don't think so if he, even if he does um, anything spectacular the team wins uh, probably the those who matter will look the other way and probably congratulate the team and say it's a team effort and not an individual something like that uh, uh, yeah but uh, i would say yes over the ca- uh, past season or so his uh, uh this finishing touches is is it's uh, it's not there anymore and uh, right now it would be it's upon him to just to prove it to himself that he, he can still do it and because he, he still is an important member of the national team and the t20 setup as well setup as well ipl as well because everyone goes into the pool uh, next year he has to show that he's still a relevant figure not someone like chris gale who's really losing his touch now i would say and he uh, he has to show that uh, otherwise you know next time when the uh, auction comes up uh, you don't want to be in that embarrassing situation where you are looking around uh, and people are not putting their uh, uh, putting their badge battle uh, piles up so yeah uh, it's up, up to him now it, it's not been the best situation uh, it, it, it didn't start off well for him and it has basically been embarrassing for him now uh, as, um, with regards to his team owner uh, but yeah i would back him to come good some sometime because let's admit it uh, there there are going to be matches and venues where it's going to be flat the bowling is not going to be too challenging he'll come in at something like 100 for 1 100 for 2 something like that and then just smash it all over the place uh that i'm pretty sure that's going to happen because he he's, he's fresh he's fit he doesn't play a lot of formats anymore so <clears throat> i i i back him to come good at some stage there are there are two things that there are two moments that have stood out for dhoni though yeah uh one was the stumping of ab devils in the last match against bangalore that was that was like robin that was flash i mean it was just incredible hand speed uh, with which he just got uh, he just removed the bales and the second one his one was his interaction with kp that that really was hilarious uh, on mic on ground conversation that they had uh, that was one of the moments of ipl for me i think even if he's not performing with the bat there's mm. there's always something about that yeah. isn't there <laughs> he always makes you want to watch a game of cricket anyway i said especially the keeper he Sometimes you forget about that. Don't you? Yeah. That's the thing. You expect so much with the bat, and you need glimpses like that just to remind you how good he still is. How good he is with the gloves. Yeah, yeah. The so, fastest hand in the West. <laughs> <laughs> and so, something you touched upon there, Joy. I mean, the the broadcast coverage of of the IPL with people mic'd up and and, and the such. Are you in for this? Do you, do you enjoy this? I, I I don't mind it or it, it at all, and especially the way they do it at IPL. You know. Uh, it's always done in the first 3 2 3 overs it is done for about just about 5 minutes during one or at the most two overs yeah uh, they give players that space when they don't ask questions uh, in the middle of then you know the the, the ball is being delivered and uh, depending on the obviously on the commentator who is asking the question yeah. there can be some very nice uh, you know insights that uh, fans can get in that kind of interaction uh, so I, i i think they do it really well uh, at dipel that those the, those two overs i actually would don't mind if they can you know just uh, mic up another player and just go for another one maybe in the 6th over or the 7th over uh, but but yeah 
yeah, another think, perspective. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. I, I'm, I'm a fan of it as well. Do you, do you like it, or are you, are you leaning on the, the, the James Piercy side of things? No, no, no. I, 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 I am, I am proposition. They, they should select certain players who they know will entertain. Mm. Like, just mic up Chris Gale every time when he's on the field. <laughs> because if you, let's say, mic up someone like uh, Rashid Khan, who would struggle to uh, really entertain the crowd. Because uh, at that moment, you're not going to get any great insight, but it's just going to be fun to be a bit of banter, leg pulling. So if you have someone like though, uh, them uh, interacting with some of the commentators who basically they played with, yeah. so you can have a situation where uh, Chris Gale will uh, point to a KP that yeah yeah I can still hit uh, sixes better than you, something like that. So I guess uh, I would like to see that when you have uh, those uh, players like during the big bash when uh, Shane Warne used to get mic'd up. Now that was really fun. Yeah. And you know something was going to happen. And uh, I, I would like to see that a lot more than just having some some player you know, for the sake of variety. You'd rather have um, certain names who you know would be really fun on the field. Yeah. I always like it with captains to get their perspective how they're operating, yeah. moving yeah. the fields and who they're thinking of bowling at certain times. I think that's always an insight. But Ajit, you mentioned there that Rashi Khan's not going to excite crowds. I mean, <laughs> it would only be in that aspect. In that one, yeah, it's a very specific, very narrow, very narrow aspect. <laughs> just to, just to sort of finish off this about the performances so far. I mean, I feel like I have to say something about the young Afghan leg spin. I mean, been very fortunate this winter to see quite a lot of him while he was out here in Afghanistan, playing quite a few games out here, and you could see whenever you saw him, he's an incredible bowler, so much talent. In, in, on his 18-year-old shoulders. And David Warner saying, you know, his captain saying the other day, he's a superstar in the making. Scratch that, he already is, isn't he? I mean, it's just so good to see him on, on the stage and thriving on, on that stage, doing it for associates and doing it for Afghanistan. I mean, it's, it's brilliant, isn't it, to, yeah. to watch this in action, watching watching go and, about his business? And the thing is that uh, he's not overawed by the situation. It's, it's not the biggest all, yeah. names in the world, in the toughest uh, arguably the toughest arena for any young cricketer to be in. Like, just imagine sharing dress, dressing rooms with some of those names, and you go going out to practice. You go out to practice, and you just look at the support staff of some of these uh, uh, teams, and they're like big names in there at the stands. And he he's he's picked he's picked up wickets every game. His economy rate is brilliant, and he he has rattled some of the best players of spin. In the world, and he's beaten them comprehensively. And his googlies, uh, I don't think so. Any any batsman can truly pick up his googlies. They're just uh, doing guesswork against him. Yeah. And it's his action, his speed, his action. It's proving to be a lot more difficult than uh, people uh, had thought would be. Because on on the face of it, it, it looks like a classical leg spinner who pro who pro fires it in a bit, and he would be uh, some. I, some thought it would be in the same uh, same league as someone like a Samuel Badri, who, who you just need to play a bit uh, cautiously and maybe you can get away. But he's just uh, uh, going to the gate and completely beating batsmen off the pitch, and that's just incredible to watch. Yeah, that that googly that got rid of Rohit Sharma. Yeah, in the match against Mumbai was just, just such a such a beauty to see, and you know, I mean, just. Look at the replay again and again and just marvel. Yeah. And do you think it's helping someone like Rashid Khan that he is still a bit of an unknown? I mean, he has played on the international stage. He was at the World T20 and he's played in... But a 
away from the cameras for the majority of it. Do you think that helps getting into this? Um, it's, well, I mean, how much variation can you have from uh, a good leg spin? Say, if if it was Shane Warne, I mean, even if what what I mean to say is that maybe he is unknown, but what he is delivering is unknown quantity. You yeah, know? I mean, it's yeah. obviously somebody when you when you first see somebody like uh, say a Paul Adams and and or Shivil Kaushik and their their you know uh, uh, the action uh, you may get you know you may take two three balls to really get to terms with it but he is actually a classical leg spinner with with a, with a good lead. so I, I really don't think I mean it's the fact that nobody has seen him it's just that he's a good bowler yeah that's it yeah and it's, it's so good to be able to see him doing it. And then Mohammed Nabi coming in the other day and pressing yeah. as well. That's great yeah. practice. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, really good. Another man who remains an, an unknown entity at the moment is Yui's Chirag Suri, uh, still waiting to make his bow for Gujarat Lions. Um, we caught up with him earlier on uh, from his hotel room, um, and he talked to us about, about his experiences so far over the past fortnight. Jurat Lion and the UAE's very own Chirag Sori now joins us. Chirag, how are you doing? Yeah, I'm not sure at the moment. I've just finished off the gym, just back in my room now. How's everything? Yeah, it's all good here in Dubai, mate. It's all good here. I mean, how's it been going? Two weeks into to your your time there at the, at the IPL, the Gujarat Lion, so you, you all settled in? Yeah, all settled in. I mean, it's obviously um, it's been a good experience so far. Obviously, you know, um, being around all these big players, it's been something I've been privileged to be here. And I mean, I'm just enjoying every moment of it, and you know, just trying to give it my all at the moment, just trying to get better at whatever I do, and um, learning of uh, each other. That's what we do out here. I think that's most and I mean, you've been travelling the the length and breadth of India. Are you are you seeing more of the country than you've ever seen before? Yeah, obviously. <laughs> yeah, I was in Mumbai two days ago, and now we're back in Rajkot, and now you know we're going to be travelling again. So yeah, obviously exploring India has been great. I mean, it was an absolute uh, absolute amazing experience. You know, playing at the one KD in um, Mumbai. I think there was an atmosphere. I was on the ground. You know, during the fielding and warm ups and. Wow, you know, just being inside the stadium, inside stadium like that, I mean, it's just an amazing, amazing feeling. I think um, something I would, uh, was, I would really, really help. Uh, you know, glad to be part of, and um, just really happy with that. And um, obviously, a home crowd's really, really good as well. You know, yesterday with RCB coming in, you know, a lot of Virat Kohli fans, and the atmosphere was amazing. A lot of runs on board as well. So I think it was a really, really good um, game to watch for fans. Unfortunately, finished on the wrong side of the game, but um, definitely, um, definitely a good learning experience for the guys. And uh, I think um, we're ready to bounce back in the tournament. Yeah, and is, is, has it taken a little bit of getting used to that sort of city hopping that you've been doing the last two weeks? And, you know, obviously, you know, some of these guys have been doing it for years now, but, you know, some of them have been traveling years, you know, playing the IPL, but obviously it's something new for me, and, you know, the, the most I used to do in Dubai was a you know, car journey from Abu Dhabi to Dubai or Sharjah, so... Yeah, <laughs> it's a little you know, different. But, you know, like, you take flights um, every two days or out here, so it's obviously a, um, it's obviously a new experience for me, you know, obviously, you know, you can't see other guys and how they 
recover and you know things they do I try to you know um, learn off them and um, I speak with the guys like you know Brendan McCallum and Suresh and what they've been doing I think you know I'm just really lucky that they're really nice guys very helpful and you know always um always welcome any you know questions or anything like that and you know always are there to help. Is is there anyone in the camp so far that you've particularly leaned on for, as you said, for those for those experiences and to give you advice, whether it's while you're in the nets and it's whether you're, it's your game or it's dealing with the travel and stuff like that? I spoke to Bravo. I mean, you know, Bravo here. He's been injured, so he's been outside and you know, obviously by the sidelines. I've been on the sidelines, so obviously I've been speaking to him a lot, and you know, he shared a lot of his experiences in you know, T20 leagues all over the world. And, you know, a guy like him, you know, just amazing, the, the stuff that he's, you know, gone through and the way he speaks about it, it's amazing, you know, very, very inspiring. It's, um, you know, he talks about, you know, believing in yourself and your ability because it's, you know, going to no one else's. So he just makes, uh, you know, make cricket as simple as it is and you can know, complicate it as much as you want. But, you know, these guys know how to make it simple and that's why they're doing really well for themselves. Yeah, I mean, it- just going through your Instagram, I've been following you on Instagram for the past couple of weeks and yeah. before that, I mean, yeah. mate, some, some of the photos, I mean, Dwayne Bravo, Suresh Reiner, Aaron Finch, Aaron yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's it, but I mean, so Emma Stoney and the one the other day, I mean, the one and only Sachin Tendulkar as well, I mean, is, is, yeah. is it all a little bit surreal, this? <laughs> I, mean, I mean, it is, it is something, something crazy, you know, like just to be... I just to meet all these guys, you know, like every day, like one day I meet such a one day I meet Rahat Kohli, so I mean, one day you meet Amazoni, so you know, it's something, it's something really unreal for me and just to, you know, take it all down, I mean, sometimes just sitting lying down in bed and, you know, I, I just, you know, tell myself that, you know, obviously I haven't been, you know, I've got an opportunity yet, but, you know, just really grateful to be out here and it's amazing, you know, the response I've gotten, all the love and, you know, uh, Everything support from the UAE as well, especially you know, it's amazing. It's amazing. And those, I'm just really happy with that. Yeah, I'm sure you are. <laughs> and those those yeah. encounters, I mean, especially like Sachin. I mean, how, how did that come about? What, what was going on in that in that photo? Um, obviously, my Sachin and Dwan Kady, right? So um, I was just having some dinner just after the game, and I went up with and I was with one of my mates, and then you know he introduced me to him, and uh, just. Um, I think just meeting him, he has that aura, you know, around him. Like, you just get that vibe when you're meeting him. So, I was like, you know, photo with him as well. And, you know, it was very, very, um, very sweet of him. I mean, he, you know, and um, very, very nice guy, very humble. And uh, I think that's what I've learned from, you know, sometimes all these big cricketers are perceived as being um, not very welcoming and stuff like that. But, I mean, they're really, really humble guys and you know, like for sure he's fine on uh, we meet him at breakfast every day in the morning and you know we always you know greet each other and the small things like this just really you know just always asking how I'm doing and you know um, always you know um, checking up with each other and that's what a sign is of a big cricketer you know absolutely humble and grateful for what they are yeah I think if, if I was in his company as well I'd be hoping a little bit of his magic rubbed off on me <laughs> but you've, you've also had your, your parents out there that must have been must have been great wasn't it yeah it was really nice parents obviously came down to the Mumbai game and then they came to lunch for a game uh, it was really really nice to have them you know it's, it's been a couple of weeks now you obviously get a bit uh, I was missing home a little bit so it was really nice for them to come down um, on the way to lunch there's not much to do out here but um, <laughs> it's <laughs> But it was really, really nice and they really enjoyed the game, so I'm really happy for that. Um, 
obviously, and um, this really, I was really happy to see my family. And obviously, I saw family for a couple of days. I was there for a couple of days before I flew in for the Sunday Dark Night Camp, which was quite calm. Uh, yeah, I saw my family in Delhi, and uh, you know, really, really pumped up, but pumped, pumped up for me for the tournament, and you know, my little cousins and then my dear friends and stuff like that. So it feels good to be out here. Yeah, they must all be proud as punch, mate. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, the, for the team, it's been a bit of a disappointing start. I mean, one win and four defeats, and you're currently bottom at the moment. What's what's the atmosphere been like in the camp? Is it? One that's disheartened, or is, are you looking towards the positives and looking to go forward and, and change things around? Yeah, obviously, I think um, you know we've been we've had a lot of positives in the last game. Though, you know, a couple of patches have just gone down and cost us some games at crucial times. But uh, as cricket, you know, it's such a long time. We can always come back in nine games to go. And you know, a couple of couple of wins under our belt, and we have momentum in our way, and you know, things can turn around really quickly. So. Right, he's also positive and he wants the players to stay positive and back themselves and you know, just believe in our abilities and um, take on game after game and uh, take each game at a, uh, and then, you know, try to, try to put in the results and uh, stick to basics and get some results. And we're yet to see you. I mean, we're all waiting for that moment <laughs> with keen anticipation. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> is, I'm sure you are. Are you, are you getting itchy feet? <laughs> Sorry? Are you getting itchy feet? Yeah, all right. So, you know, I'd be happy if the team was winning. And, um, uh, obviously, it's been a tough, tough couple of games, but you know, I'm always ready and always practicing hard and uh, in the nets and you know at the gym. But you know, you can't say you know when I look around, I see even Jason Roy sitting outside with me, Faulkner, and Bravo. So I mean, it's, it's a pretty like uh, strong bench we have. So. No, no regrets of sitting out or anything like that. I mean, uh, opportunity comes, I'd love to take it. But um, for the moment, I'm just enjoying myself out here and, you know, really, um, really good with experience. Yeah, and I'm, I'm sure you're working very hard in, uh, on your game while you're out there as well. I mean, what's, what, sure. what is it that you've so far been working on? Is, is there anything in particular that you're trying to specifically improve while uh, you're there? I'm, I'm trying to work a lot on my spin bowling, you know, like, uh, like playing when I'm facing spin bowling, especially... I mean, as I said, I mean, so far it's been a, a very enjoyable experience, hasn't it, for, for you, Chirag? I mean, it's, even without the games, it's still been a great... It's not easy feeling out or anything like that. You know, you obviously feel like you, you always want to play, but, you know, I've, I've just told myself to enjoy every moment and it's always a privilege to be here. So I just remain positive and just enjoy myself out here. I think that's most important for me. And, you know, that's what I spoke and, and, uh, to myself and then I just made sure... 
got to keep very much that. You know, just to be grateful for where I am today, rather than you know, I could be playing or anything like that. Just really happy that I'm over here and just, um, you know, learn from these and learn off these guys, and I think um, improve my game. That's what matters at the end of the day. Yeah, definitely. And is is there anyone in particular that you've you've really got on well with inside the Gujarat side? I mean, you must be making some friends out there. <laughs> yeah, I mean, obviously, Basil can be quite quite close to him. He's a nice guy as well. And you know, Shadab, Dikati, Montezoni. I think everybody in the Swedish family very nice guy. Green Bravo. Yeah, I think. Um, I'm very easy going, you know, I love, I love to interact and, you know, with everybody, so I think uh, that's that. I just, just, to, just to finish, Drake, I mean, two weeks in, I mean, what's, what's been your your best experience out there so far? What's been your most enjoyable moment? You're saying earlier about the Rankidi, I mean, that must have been incredible, just experiencing that atmosphere, because the, the crowds are like no other out there. No, absolutely. I mean, just, you know, when I was... Um, doing my warm-ups in the long and I know I started doing a bit of my warm-up and I started taking a couple of catches and I'm like, yeah, everything was up you. <laughs> just went under the ball and the crowd, you know, rolling. This is not even dangerous when you started. I could still feel the pressure, you know? <laughs> and then you have to just really make sure you're under it. It a lot of things. Because um, when you just pack in the training ground and no one's there, then you're like, oh, this is very easy to catch this ball. But under that pressure, under that crowd, those certain circumstances, you're talking about each other. So it's maybe really happy because we've never seen crowds like this before, never played under that. So it's a new experience to it. Yeah, and I mean, ho- hopefully going forward, I mean, that'll, that'll be one of the biggest uh, biggest assets you'll take from this. I mean, being able to play in front of these crowds, and it'll, it'll just be incredible to, to be able to take that on board. Jerry, uh, we're, we're waiting with bated breath to see you, and you know you've always got supporters here. Uh, best of luck with, the, with obviously, the week ahead, and uh, we'll hopefully catch up with you again in, in the, in the, as the tournament goes on. Thank you so much. Brilliant. Thanks, Jerry. Take care, mate. Take care, Cheers, guys. No, thank you. UAE and Gujarat Lion, Chirag Suri there. Joy, I mean, Chirag's yet to play. Um, he says he's itching to get out there and he's still enjoying the experience but really wants to get out there, as any player would do. But do you see anything changing at the moment? I mean, Gujarat are struggling. They can't do any worse, can they? I, I really don't think you will get, unless and until they really go to the the complete end, I mean, of the 13th or 14th match and they're totally out of it and, and they just want to rest, say, a McKellum or somebody, uh, a couple of their batsmen. But uh, for Chirag to get a game would be really difficult at this stage. Having said that, just being part of that setup and, you know, to be able to spend time with somebody like Brandon McCallum, who is who is just such an incredible, amazing human being, uh, such full of, you know, I mean, uh, wisdom and uh, experience, it's going to help him a lot. I mean, just, yeah, it's he's not there on the ground for just that four hour with these guys. Otherwise, he's always with them. So, yeah. you know, I mean, it's it's going to rub off, rub off on him. Yeah, you, you definitely hope so, wouldn't you? I mean, it, and he's, he's, he says there about some of the names the other day that he was sat on the bench with, who have also been wrestling. Jason Roy, Dwayne Bravo coming back mm-hmm. from injury. I mean, 
He's not the only one missing out. There's some big names there. I mean, they're just trying to get Rabada them. for Delhi Daredevils. That yeah. is something. I mean, you know. <coughs> and Kane Williamson just played today. Exactly, yeah. yeah. First, first, yeah. first match. Yeah. So, so I mean, there's, there's plenty of good players out yes, there still yeah. waiting to, to be given a go, aren't there? I, I would... I would say, I think he should get uh, one game somewhere down the line because uh, um, especially if the Kia team continues to struggle because you also think from the franchise point of view, they bring a player, for foreign player all the way from the UAE and you, you just don't sit him on the bench throughout the tournament. If, if such an opportunity arises, I would I would say the franchise themselves would, would be keen to give him at least a, a go in one match. Uh, that would obviously depend on uh, how uh, the team plays because uh, if they uh, win a few games and then they are in uh, contention to play, everyone is fit. Dwayne uh, Bravo is also fit and everyone is in the mix. Then yes, he would uh, struggle to uh, make it to the team. Otherwise, uh, if that's not the case, I, I would expect him to see uh, bad at least in one match. Uh, towards the end of the tournament, if uh, the <coughs> lands are truly out of contention. Yeah, I mean, I think. <coughs> excuse me. When we when we first spoke with Chirag before he was going, we, we said the same thing, didn't we? You know, it's the experience as a whole that will be of the greatest benefit. I mean, I, I speaking to him there about his just looking at his Instagram. So who's who of, of Indian cricketers and international cricketers and Suresh Raina and uh, Sachin Tendulkar, MS Dhoni, and all these people that he's coming across and. Being able to engage with and get a little bit of insight from him, yeah. it's all about that as a young player, isn't it? It's, yeah. it's, it's got to be what, what you're taking on board and what you take away from it. Yeah. I mean, just on the on when they're at the nets, he will learn so many new things which, which I mean, I, I'm sure he's getting a lot of good instruction over here in the UE as well. But it's just a matter of different perspective. I mean, yeah. uh, for example, I mean, it's just something can be just so inane as uh, you know uh, Suresh and I telling him that you know before every match I meditate for 20 minutes and this is what I do and if if that helps Suresh maybe he tries it and it can help him as well yeah. so I mean it's just opening your horizons wide and, and getting so many new things in and that's, it. And that's, that's the beauty of T20 cricket in the travelling circus that we talked about earlier the Masala Hollywood movies mm. that yes. rock up in your town. What a lovely segue and what a lovely way to bring it around, eh? Yeah. <laughs> Guys, as ever, thank you very much. An absolute pleasure. Uh, we'll be watching a lot of IPL over the next week or so before we're back. We'll try to remember some of them as well. That's it, yeah. <laughs> That's some homework. Try and remember a game. Yeah. <laughs> and we'll ask Ajit to bring less people to the... Uh, less, intimidation. Studio. Uh, less, less intimidation that's it or at least share it next time <laughs> and some WD-40 for the chair <laughs> but thanks guys we'll be back next week and thanks everyone for listening cheers bye bye